Welcome to Jean and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Jean. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Thursday, June 23rd, 2022. So, or should I say, so, did you do the crossword? Yes. Uh-huh. And was it invigorating? It was... Sadly, an unsatisfying solve. What? <laughs> what? I'm shocked. I got it done. Uh-huh. But I don't know. The theme was just a little little beyond me. <laughs> so oh. um, I had to go to Wordplay to figure out what what they were doing there. So. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Hmm. It was sort of like uh, like the reverse of a couple of days ago when I didn't understand the what was it the the uh, second split second split second oh, that was uh-huh. it. Yeah, I. Uh, well, you want to talk about the theme that you had to look at wordplay to understand? <laughs> I don't know that I would be the expert at doing that, but um, I, I suppose I could. Um, the. Uh, the crossword theme involved putting two O's in the middle of a word, <laughs> essentially, yes. Yes. and making another word out of it um, yes. that uh, sometimes seemed to make sense and sometimes didn't. But um, ex- example, 16 across, mood setters for a romantic dinner. And the answer turned out to be canoodles. Mm-hmm. Um, and and actually, the the real answer was candles. Right. But they put two O's in it, and it made it canoodles. Yep. So, and the, um, uh, let's see, another one, 56 across, quarter pound things at McDonald's were patooties. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, they were patties, but they put two O's in it. Yes. And it became patooties. So, and uh, 24 across was um, actor Cooper. And it was Boo Radley. And, of course, the actor Cooper is Bradley Cooper. But they put two O's in it, so it became Boo Radley. And then finally, 46 across, torn and ragged clothing was tattooers, uh, with the real word being tatters, and with two O's in it. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, that was, that was the theme. Were you going to mention the revealer? The revealer was... 34 across... 34 across was, uh, oh, yeah, photosynthetic process, process inflating um, those those clues. And the answer there was oxygenation, mm-hmm. uh, which is, of course, adding oxygen. And O is the symbol for oxygen. Well, O2. O2, o2 right. Yeah. So you have two O's. Right. Uh-huh. So they were, they were basically... Uh, Putting oxygen, oxygen into the into words. Into the words, yes. It was sort of the opposite of a rebus, uh-huh. right? A rebus crunches multiple letters in one. Here it sort of expands. Uh-huh. Well, it sort of slips in the O, because I guess there were no O's in there at all. Uh-huh. But right. it's basically the, the op- I, like I said, the opposite of a, of a rebus. <laughs> yes. I thought it was very clever. Oh, okay. I'm sorry <laughs> you, you, uh, you were not as impressed. Uh-huh. Um, it took me a while to figure out what they were doing. Well... Like like for sixteen across the mood setters for a romantic dinner, I had the can and I had it saw ending in in les, and I was like, is it like candelabras or something? Because I don't know, I couldn't get, I mean, candles couldn't fit, but I was able to sort of 
I, I, I came up with the word canoodles and I'm like, okay. And then that happened multiple other times. And yeah. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> every time. I seem to see a theme uh, here. Uh, yeah, you know, like with actor Cooper, well, Boone Radley, well, that's a character out of a novel. Is it? Yeah. Out of really? To Kill a Mockingbird. Whoa. And it's like, well, what's Boo Radley got to do with Cooper? And so I, I just, I don't know. It was just maybe a little too complex for me, I guess. Oh, I see. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was ingenious. Oh. I mean, it's just what you know. I mean, they've done this lots of times before, where one word becomes another word, in the interests of the theme. Yeah, <laughs> you, you but see, they you, don't put two O's in the middle of it. Well, they've never. Maybe they. They've never. And then it doesn't really make any sense <laughs> with with the clue. So. I, I I feel like I need to defend this theme. <laughs> I liked it. So what did what were the wordplay people generally in favor? Or? I didn't read the comments. Oh, okay. I just I just read wordplay to try to figure out what are they doing. Mm -hmm. So well, this is this was by Jeff Chen. Yeah. The um. So you know it it would be complex. Well, you know he, it would be he's such a he's such a pro at these. You so. know it would be good. Mm -hmm. So um, I liked it. Oh, good. And I thought the rest of the cluing was very interesting. Uh -huh. It started off one across. Uh, South Asian informally was Desi. Uh -huh. I didn't know what that was referring to. Is that referring to someone in... I'm going to about to show my ignorance here. I don't know why they call them Desi, but, but I, I have heard that. But just someone in South Asia. I mean, South Asia is a fairly large amount of, of real yeah, estate. Mm -hmm. I don't know where the, well, the origin of that... I want to say it's like... And I didn't even know... It sounds Indian. Well, I, yeah, I think it is. I think it is. But uh, but I don't know what... Yeah, a person of Indian, Pakistani, or Bangladeshi birth. Uh -huh. So it's it's someone from sort of India, Pakistan, or Bangladesh. Yeah, well, that'd be South Asia. Mm -hmm. So, yep. I wonder if Desi Arnaz... No. They, no, he's they, Cuban. Okay. <laughs> but maybe... Indian by way of Cuba. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> um, and then one down, uh, call the shots. It started with a D, mm -hmm. and I decided it was direct. Oh, uh-huh. But it turned out to be, because if you direct, you sort of call the shots, you're the person in charge. But it turned out to be dictate. Yes, it did. So I guess that's calling the shots a little bit more, um, a little bit more vigor there. Uh-huh. And my favorite... My favorite company, Nine Across, supplier of iron carrots and old cartoons, Acme. Yeah. <laughs> that just resonates so much. With, someone should just start the Acme company. Uh -huh. I think Apple should have a spinoff, <laughs> the Acme company. What would they sell? <laughs> well, things like, you know, exploding carrots, <laughs> uh, devices that... Throw rocks miles and miles. Anvils, lots yes, of anvils yes. and catapults. Yes, indeedy. <laughs> all the all the paraphernalia we've come to love and and expect from Acme. I thought um, this was a, this was a a debut answer. Twenty one down. Carnivorous is to meat as carpophagus is to, and the answer was fruit. Fruit, yes. And I'm like, wow. Where did that word come from? Carpophagus. Carpophagus. I presume it's, that's how it's pronounced because you've yeah. got the PH giving you the F sound. Yeah, uh-huh. I think um, you're right. And 
Uh, I looked it up and found it in a dictionary from like 1913. Wow. I mean, you know, you don't hear about too many uh, carpophagores. You know, you have carnivores, but hello, I'm a carpophagore. Well, I mean, I guess it's just strictly fruit that herbivores eat plants. Well, I've heard of fruit. What is it? Fruitarians or fruititarians? Fruitarians. Fruitarians, yeah. I believe it is. Right. Um, So that sounds like another word for a fruitarian. I guess so. So, Mm -hmm. um, and let's see. I almost was sucked into 61 across. Adam's apple locale. I started putting N-E. Yes. And then I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. That's not going to be right. It turned out to be Eden. How, how did you know? What what tipped you off that it wasn't going to be right? I just thought, oh, that's too easy. Really? Thursday, you wouldn't put neck. <laughs> so, so I thought, oh, no, this is not right. So. Huh. <laughs> See, I wasn't that suspicious. I was going for neck, mm-hmm. and then I thought, well, maybe it's nape. I'm not sure why it'd be the nape of the neck, because that's, <laughs> no, the, that's, that's, the the that's the wrong side of the neck. <laughs> but I, I was in the... You know, sort of that part of the of the anatomy, sort uh-huh. of. Um, but it turned out to be, as you say, Eden, because because neck didn't obviously work with anything. No, it didn't. But I didn't have anything in that corner. But. Yeah. Uh, um, Forty four cross. You can explain that one to me. Textures hold on a sec. Oh, BRB. What's be that? be right back. Oh, be right back. Mm-hmm. Never yep. used that. BRB. BRB. I've never left in the middle of a message. I mean, I've got my phone with me. It's not mm-hmm. like I'm gonna. Yeah, so, I, I can't imagine. I mean, doing I suppose, that, but. suppose if I was going to go into the shower, uh-huh. so, but then again, the phone's waterproof, so I could still be texting. Yeah. Um, although at some point, you have to worry if you have an addiction to your phone if you're showering with it. <laughs> it's just like time to let it go. Uh-huh. I mean, not in the shower because that would be da- that might right. damage it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, uh, sixty across the popular fallacies writer, eighteen twenty six was Elia. Were you aware of that? Elia? Yeah. It was it was it was actually uh, a pseudonym for Charles Lamb. Uh-huh. Um Yeah, you know. that's been in the crossword before. Pseudonym it really? for Charles Lamb. I remember oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you know that he wrote popular fa- no, fallacies? No, I didn't. I'll give you a teaser for the popular fallacies. One of the popular fallacies is that the worst puns are the best. Uh, I, I don't quite understand that fallacy because the worst puns are the best. I don't see how that's a fallacy. But um, Charles Lamb, aka Eli, Elia, begs to differ. Elia. Elia. I don't know. I think it's well. It's hard to say. I mean, Elia is. Um, there's, there's a term for when you sort of are honored in. I think the Jewish religion. That's an Elia. Oh. So I think this is probably Elia, but can't I don't, don't know. know for sure. As as usual, pronunciation is 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 tricky um, mm-hmm. and not really relevant in the crossword. <laughs> <You'd laughs> well, never have since to say so, the no, word. since we're discussing it, it's amazing how many words I do not I've never heard anyone say, uh-huh. and therefore don't know how to pronounce. Uh-huh. Um, let's see, twenty one across. My friend blank classic of children's literature so i started off and i had an i and a c and an a and i thought it was erica with an extra k thrown in 
my friend Erica, uh-huh. but it turned out to be my friend Flicka. Yes. I take it you were familiar with Flicka? I am. I have read My Friend Flicka. Have you Have you read the sequel, My Friend Erica? <laughs> no. Flicka is a horse. <laughs> <laughs> well, Erica could be a horse. Let's not be Let's not be horses, dear. Uh-huh. Um, I noticed they slipped a few references. They 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 slipped one reference into Canada. Thirty down, like Canada's maple leaf symbolic. Oh yes. I'm glad they didn't put in. They did, the answer wasn't cliched uh-huh. or trite <laughs> or trope. Uh-huh. Uh, they, I had symmetric for quite a while, but. Symmetric? Yeah, because it is. It is, yeah, that's true. It's also <laughs> red, I mean. Uh, well. And symmetric wouldn't fit any better than red, right? You had mm-hmm. room for what? Um, symmetric fit. What? No. Oh, no, it didn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no I'm no. sorry, it didn't. Um, 37 across, author of The Bone Setter's Daughter, 2001, speaking of Canada. At first, I thought it was going to be Atwood. Because the bone setter's daughter, that sounds like something that Margaret Atwood would write. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, she did the, uh, the she did the blind assassin. The Handmaid's she, Tale. She yeah. did the Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. Oryx and Crake. Bone setter's daughter, no. Right. But that turned out to be Amy Tan. Yes. So, um, and last, uh, 57 down, Blank Ed, Animated Talks for Kids, Ted Ed. Mm-hmm. So I had a little bit of fun just before the podcast sort of looking at some of the Ted Ed offerings. Oh, yeah. They look like quite, they're quite interesting. Oh, good. So, but I think that's it for today. Okie doke. So, um, I say this was worth five squares in the old <laughs> Jam CR scale. What say you? You can go ahead and say that. All right. Five squares. <laughs> five squares. Mm-hmm. And that is it for today. Remember, everyone, that tomorrow is Fun Fact Friday. And we've got a great fact coming out for Fun Fact Friday. We do. We do. And <laughs> so, uh, yes, we do. Don't, don't uh, let the stagecraft show. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, so uh, make sure you gather all your friends and relations around so that you can uh, listen collectively to the Fun Fact and see if you happen to know it. And we'll be back again with our cutting-edge analysis of tomorrow's, a.k.a. Friday's crossword, tomorrow. Bye-bye.